Pod Chef. Pod Chef. You're listening to Pod Chef. When I say pod, y'all say chef. Pod Chef. You listening to Pod Chef. It's a podcast about Top Chef. Welcome to Pod Chef, the official Top Chef podcast. I'm your host, Jamal Blackaka. And with me, as always, is my co host, Reeve. Say what's up. Hey, guys, I'm here. And with Reeves, as always, third mic, but first in your hearts. Say what's up, Brian. I don't know if my microphone is working. There's like zero. The input is so low. I'm trying to be loud, and I'm normally very loud. So let's see how this goes. Uh, what's up, Bugal? So for everyone that's not a part of the video tier, you uh-huh. missed Brian rubbing his face so aggressively yeah. before he talked out of complete yeah. stress uh-huh. at very his audio stressed. situation. Yeah. He's very it's stressed. Good. And... So if it sounds bad to you, just know that I feel that bad. Mm-hmm. That's how bad I feel about this. And if you're sitting there wondering, man, I wish I could help them with this audio issues. Well, join the video tier of our Patreon yes. and you will be helping with the audio issues because then brian can afford a new mic Mm -hmm. i can have one that's always on the go with me and one that stays in my house he could get a travel road mic a little road mic because guess what i traveled yeah that's right and that's seamless transition where did you go brian uh well first we went to boyce virginia and then we went to the nation's capital, mm-hmm. the place that NPR is saying said Philadelphia is to be having a really difficult time because 60% of the population is federal government workers and they're not going to work anymore. So that means that uh, people aren't buying food, people aren't renting uh, buildings, and uh, they're struggling. And NPR also said that uh, Mayor Bowser is uh is her name bowser it is yeah, i'm like laughing at how guy. long this is going on for yeah <laughs> well this is this is funny this is funny okay terry Gross she's told you all this, she's, right? she's pressuring the federal government to make employees go back to work so that they can start pumping money into the dc economy again so if you guys get called back to work or if jamal does um you can blame your mayor for wanting you to go back to work so that you'll buy potbelly sandwich twice a week. I mean, I still won't do that when I go back to work because, you know, <laughs> I'm not a sandwich boy. <laughs> he doesn't. He likes no bread. No bread. But from what I know about um, state government and federal government, um, the federal government loves being told what to do by the state government. Mm-hmm. And you, I mean, yeah. Uh-huh. Do you guys think that... Mayor Bowser makes all of her friends call her Mariel Bowser now that she's the mayor and her name is Muriel. Well, okay, and this leads to another question. Yeah. Do you think she says that and people say it's Mario Bowser, not <laughs> Mario Bowser? Why yeah, would you say I, think, Mario? I think that happens. Mm-hmm. I think she said they say it's Mario Bowser. Mm-hmm. And she says, Who is that? Yeah. I don't that's not how we say it where I'm from. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yes, I read the same article. It was in the post. Um. Oh well, no, this was on NPR. Oh wait, hold on a second. Well, if people were are talking to the article person on NPR is what they were doing. Hold on a second. And Reeve just mentioned that was in the post. And if you're like, what's the post? Well, if you don't get it, you don't get it. Mm-hmm. The post is where Shaq eats. 
Yeah. You think Some we can get in the post? Heads out there. <laughs> Go ahead, Reese. Do you think we can get in the post so we can get a write up? Not if Shaq's down there. That's well, I've been in the post before. Not when Shaq's down there. Yeah. Not when Shaq's there. We'd be getting. Yeah. We wouldn't get any buckets if he's down there. Mm-mm. You can't get in the post if Shaq's in the no. post. He lives in the post. He lives in the post. He bought real estate in the digital post. Yeah, and then he's putting pressure on the Fed government because they're not getting down to the post either yeah. anymore. Mm. Have you guys seen these stories about uh, digital real estate? Yes, <laughs> and I don't get it. <laughs> Nor do I houses. care to. People are house. actually spending real money to buy and own digital real estate in like this weird digital space, and then like people are also being evicted <laughs> digitally. Yeah, that's <laughs> good. Their- yeah, that's what the world is now. It's a meta. Yeah. It's a metaverse. Everyone should spend their money that way. It's good. Ooh, metaverse, it, Facebook. It'll. It's a good. Oh, thing that's happening. by the way, I just want to do a quick plug for my crypto coin called Scam Coin. Um, if you guys are looking for to get into blockchain investments and you want a good coin that isn't a scam, please think about joining Scam Coin. Mm-hmm. And where can we find that? Um, go to World Star Hip Hop and just click any video. Any video. Yeah, yeah, it'll pop up. It's yeah, the ads are there. One of my my ads are there, and it's one of those where it's like it doesn't have a like a site or anything that you can directly yeah. get to, but it just has a lot of ads running. So yeah. you get the info from the ads. You don't need you to get it there. You can also go to like uh, any celebrity gossip website, and when you scroll down, it's either on the sides or at the very bottom of the website. You'll see ads for Scam Coin. You yeah, it's not a scam though. That's why I call it Scam Coin. It's yeah. right underneath the thing that says like if you have these four things, you're gonna have a heart attack soon. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean the ad says like you won't believe what Jamal did next. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, and I I want to click that, but I end up clicking uh, what Hannah Montana looks like now. Yeah. yeah, and there's usually an ad somewhere in that cluster that says like do this one simple trick to add three inches to your dick. Uh huh. <laughs> so we do it a bunch of times. I keep <laughs> don't don't you click that. You don't it. need it. You're fine. You keep doing it. What they don't tell you is uh, that it's with. Yeah. This one. <laughs> All right. So you lost listeners. Yeah. All right. We lost. You some. started but, it. So, <laughs> so Brian, yeah. you were here in yeah. DC. Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And we saw each other, didn't we? Yes. We met up for a dinner uh, where we'll talk about the food is that um, Reeves and I were trying to be very adventurous little boys at our dinner. We're like, <laughs> let's get something that's wild that we would never get. Cause it was a, uh, is a Malaysian place. Is that what it is? It's a Malaysian fusion. <sighs> so we're like, let's get this weird thing. And we ordered it. And then the nice server was like, okay, so that's two fried rice. Yeah. We just got fried rice. We got yep. fried rice. It was and, too spicy for me. Yeah. that's Let's talk about this because you guys are the Spice Boys. So we the spice was boys. it too spicy for you guys? I was in the clean plate club, but it was very spicy. Yeah. Uh-huh. I um, Reeves left enough to feed I the village. A lot. I, ate, <laughs> I picked out all of the pork belly and ate that and then kind of poked <laughs> at the rice. The rice. And every time it was like, it's too hot for me. This is too hot. Maybe I'll take it home. And then I was like, I can't take it home. We have to go see a basketball game after this. I don't want to be carrying around hot rice the entire time I'm cheering. Yeah. They probably so, let you in the building with the hot rice because it's 
so hot. It's a weapon. Yeah. Probably. Well, you could throw it at someone's eyes. Not a lot of people were wearing masks, so I don't know how much security <laughs> was really going on yeah. in the Cap One Arena. Which I don't know. I I feel like it was a mandate that you had to have a mask on. But I would say, what would you guys say the percentage was? I came home and told my wife that I thought it was. If I'm being generous, 25%? Yeah, I was going to say, if I'm being Maybe. generous, 50% of people were wearing masks just walking around. Sitting yeah. down, yeah. it was like, it comes off. Just us, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We look like a couple of squares where we were sitting. Yeah. Everyone else was just free breathing. I think maybe the six year old kid in front of us had a mask on. That's about it. Yeah. Well, because that kid wasn't vaccinated. Yeah. <laughs> Too young to be vaccinated. And well, also, anti She has to do her research. Yeah. Right, she Joe Rogan told her to do independent research. Yeah, yeah. No one wears masks. Today. People are over it. I'm just hoping that it's like that. We are vaccinated. Jamal gets his will, and that will keep us from getting very sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and if it doesn't, um, you know, live fast, die young, leave a beautiful corpse. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. My corpse is going to be sh- looking good. Looking so good at my funeral. You know who wishes they were masked up at the game? Contavious called Will Pope after he got stuffed by the backboard. Yeah, that, that was really sad I, for everyone. That, that has been all over the, the TV shows this morning. So the sports sad. shows. To the listeners at home, during a nice regulation basketball game that we watched, a professional went up to put the ball in the hoop and hit the other side of the board on his travel to go to the hoop through the air. And it was something that didn't make sense to me. At first, I thought he really had closed his eyes, and that was the reason that he was off, and then yeah. I realized he had not. And so I don't yeah. know what was happening. Everyone was not very good for the Wizards, and it was sad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there there was a fun quote by, by Beal after the game when they were like, the, they were like, hey, how come Spencer Dinwiddie and uh, maybe it was KCP or Harold? Like, why do they suck? And he was like, man, I suck. Yeah. I'm talk bad about them. Good for He's him. like, I'm playing pretty shitty. I was like, well, at least you're aware of what's going on. And then he talked about how he was having trouble figuring out where he needed to be. And I was like, oh, that's a whole other problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he where you that. need to be is in the doctor's office getting vaccinated. <laughs> yeah. Or even at the CVS, they'll do it there. Do it yeah. There. Yeah. Uh, I got mine at a Kmart. Um, true story. Hmm. And then we went to our separate ways, and I stayed in a hotel. Mm-hmm. And I tried to get a pizza, but it was some Christmas bar crawl, and I hate everyone. And then we woke up the next day, and we got a brunch. Mm-hmm. We did. We had a brunch. We had a nice a good brunch. brunch. Solid brunch. Our classic spot. Lots of Open chicken City. and waffles. Yes. Yep. I had some kind of scramble. Something. You got the Michelle Obama's hash brown bowl. Hash brown mm-hmm. bowl, that's what it was. Yes. It was nice. And are you becoming right now? Mm, I feel like I am becoming. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> you think we can get her on the pot? <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's she, she doing? Yeah. I don't know how to make this work without sitting down and writing it out right now. But you know the joke that's like that dress is very becoming of on you? Mm-hmm. How do you make that work with this book? How did you do that joke with the Michelle Obama book? That dress is very best-selling on you. Mm. No, it would have to be... That dress oh, wait. very New York Times bestsellers list on you. Number one. Get it? It's becoming. Mm-hmm. But you're not making the... The joke is the nasty part, and you guys aren't doing that part. Well, You're doing compliments, but not the nasty she's, part of she's it. Well, I only know how to compliment women. I don't know how to be nasty. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, I'm sorry I respect women so much that yeah. I just give compliments. <laughs> My fault, Brian. Yeah. You're right, you're right. It's... 
I'm nasty, but when you guys yell at women across the street that they look nice and they should smile more, you guys are being in the right. That's being nice. That's being That's a nice guy. That's super actually. kind yeah. to do. I get <laughs> I a would, lot of compliments back. Like, I'm, thanks. Yeah, I would actually love that if someone screamed that to me across the street about how yeah. I looked in a positive way or any way, really. That seems like yeah. a nice person does that. One time at Liberty University, I was wearing white sweatpants and the Muslim guest speaker they had yelled across the parking lot and said, you're not supposed to wear that after Labor Day. And here's a follow up question. <laughs> Why did you tell me what religion he was? <laughs> because it's important because it was a Christian school and they were very close minded. So oh, the so fact that they had a mean. he was being mean because yeah, you guys he, don't like him. The fact that he was there speaking was shocking to me. Yeah. One time I was riding my bike down Georgia Avenue in DC and some guy yelled, Go fat boy, go. <laughs> <laughs> still a compliment. It's still it's still uplifting. I mean was he, Muslim? he was I don't know. like cheering you on. Which he was, was cheering nice. you on. Again, another yeah. nice guy. Yeah. 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 Super nice guy. You find great people there. The the Georgia Avenue, Florida Avenue, that like little area right there. Yep. Cream of the crop. Uh, are we going to do what we ate last night or are we just talking about food that we ate over the weekend or what are we doing here? Uh, let's go on to chefs I prepared for you because Brian apparently is the host. So this is a segment well, we do Reeves every. Reeves on a deadline. Reeves is on a tight on deadline. A deadline but... This is a segment we call chefs I prepared for you. We do it every episode. This is where we talk about what we had last night and only last night, and we present it as if we're presenting it to the judges. And I also wasted chef. a lot of time at the at the very beginning not doing microphone, and this is the best that came out of it. So I'm sorry that I couldn't do better. Mm-hmm. So I had pan-seared blackened chicken breast with a simple arugula salad with lime juice. Reeves, what'd you have? I had chicken salad, which I feel like I might have said it's what I did last time. It was a weird yeah. thing where we've rotated onto things that I normally make. Anyway, same thing. It's the spinach chicken cut up, made my own vinaigrette, walnuts, tomatoes, cheese, a little bit of everything. Brian, what'd you buy? Uh, I bought Peruvian chicken, which... Mm. I've gotten three times that I've been uh, – that I usually get it. We, it's, a, it's a go-to when I come to this area, and I think each time it's made me sick. So <laughs> I, should, I think it's beyond a fluke, and I don't know what's going on. It's a pretty you popular keep going place, back. but it, it tastes really good. But it just kind of gives me, gives me the, the trots. That's not good. You get some yucca fries with that? No, I usually go coleslaw, um, and then – maybe regular fries. I wonder if the Peruvian spice is like old, the little, what they marinated in. I mean, it's a popular place and the food is good. I think it's maybe just, I don't know what it is. Sounds like it's you. It's not them. Yeah. It sounds like it's a you problem. Yeah. Yeah, That's a, I'm all up in their Kool-Aid and I don't know the flavor. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we all hung out. We all had food. We all had brunch together. It was almost like a block party. We'll be right back after. Wait, no, hold on. Wait before we go. This is very important. Tom emailed me and he needs to know. He needs needs a verbal confirmation of whether or not we fell in love. He needs it from every one of us, a verbal confirmation. So we'll go around the horn. We'll start with Reeves. Reeves. No. Okay. That's a no. Jamal. Uh Uh-uh. That's a no. And for me, Brian, that's also a no. Okay. Okay. So now it's on the record. Good. Yes. I'll be right back after this. <laughs> <laughs> Flying through. Pawn chap.
And we're back, season five, episode three of Pod Chef. This is season four, episode three of Top Chef. So this is where you go and you press play on your little Hulu player, whatever you're watching on, maybe Tubi, I don't know. And you're and you press play and you mute the episode because all you need to do is listen to us. You don't need yep. to listen to what they're saying. Yep. You're gonna get all the juicy details here. Trust uh-huh. me. Trust me. It's a block party. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say this episode opened up with a shot for the feet freaks, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Opening shot. They're panning around the room. People are shirtless. We get a big shot of some feet and some toe rings and then people wearing socks. It was a smorgasbord for the feet freaks. <laughs> and the reason that was all out there is because they were doing wrestling. And for our fans that maybe get angry that we talk about wrestling sometimes in this podcast, well, now wrestling has gone into, it's seeped into Top Chef. And yeah, of course, it's now. Andrew, who is the wrestling fan. Big shocker yeah. there. Shocker. And Spike was doing, I think, a French wrestler. That was maybe his gimmick. Yeah. It seemed fun. Yeah, it started with a towel, the old, to- like a locker room towel whip. Mm-hmm. And then it escalated out of that. Yeah, fake punch. To wrestling. Mm-hmm. So the quick fire challenge was a simple yet hard one, I think, because they had to turn tacos into fine dining, as if tacos aren't already fine dining. You know what I'm saying? Oh, are you being gross? Well, that was sexual, but I was going to say that. <laughs> no, that wasn't. Can... <laughs> tacos are great. What do you, yeah. what do you mean they sexual? Get your heads out of the gutter. I'm talking about tacos, the food. They are. You I... guys. You can do great. You guys stuff. turned to sexual. Okay. You're right. I did. If that's me. Yeah. Maybe that's just what I interpreted from tone. But they yeah. were great. But this guy, wh- whoever the name of the guest host was, he was, Skip, it, was it was Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless. Right? <laughs> it was Skip Bayless. <laughs> it was Skip. Yeah. yeah. Skip. Yeah. And okay. Good. Okay. Now that Shannon's here, <laughs> yeah. we can finally. We can. Shannon, why was Skip Bayless the judge of this taco challenge? Because they talk about fine dining, and they they look, look for Skip, but Skip don't know fine dining. He, so he doesn't. So why was he there then? Be, because you can't have look. You can't have all six foot six and Shannon start rolling up having some some fine dining tacos. It's gonna get messy. Shannon, do tacos look tiny in your hands? <laughs> they look super tiny. Shannon, how many Diet Mountain Dews do you own? Do you owe Skip Bayless? I owe him too much, but I, I also pay him with my Nugenics. Can I ask a question, Shannon? Yes. When you and Skip, um, Skip, when you guys say Diet Mountain Dew, do you mean money? But you can't say money because it doesn't sound like right. Watching two rich people fight about uh, betting money on TV. I'm up to talk to Skip. It seems like the code's been broken. <laughs> I think I figured it out. Yeah. So Skip Bayless was there, and he wanted them to do better tacos. Yeah. He was like, tacos are street food, and to this point, they've only been street food and never used in fine dining, <laughs> which is a lie, definitely, yeah. at that point in time. Um, never been done before. Yep, but they carried on from there. It's also, and I think I might have said that I don't consider Mexican food to be upscale when we did the, um, the Portland season, but hearing, I think, Spike say it a bunch, it sounds racist to say yeah. I so wanted to stop say, you from tacos are low, bro. Tacos can't yeah. be. It's like, oh no. So, so I apologize retroactively for saying that in the Portland season. I think you also owe Reeves an apology because Reeves, you don't know this because you weren't at the same table as us at your wedding. But at your wedding, Brian was like, 
His food's not very upscale. It's tacos. And I was like, Brian, that's not nice. That's borderline racist. That's I was like, where racist. am I? The street? Yeah, and he's like, he was like, okay, uh, what are you going to serve me next? Churros? Well, the thing you have to remember about the taco is it's very humble. It's yeah. the mm-hmm. humble taco. It's a humble taco. <laughs> the novel Corona, the humble taco. <laughs> That's what you get when you go to a you street vendor and you, you know, get some nice tacos and a side of Corona. Yeah. Brian humbled himself. Yes. I did. I ver- I apologize. Yeah. You hear someone else say something, you go, Oh no, what a monster. And then you look with you look in the mirror and the monster yeah. is you. Every time that happens, you turn left or right and someone's standing there with a mirror and just pointing at it like, yeah, this is for you. Mm-hmm. I think it was Eric who was saying that Mexican food can't be uh, fine dining. Yeah, Chef Eric Repair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a French thing, I think, for him. Yeah. 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 So Blaze, Richard Blaze is using jicama mm-hmm. as a taco shell. Uh, he's using jicama, and I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I know you want me to say it, but I'm not going to say it. Say it. Say it. I'm not going to say it. Say it. I'm not going to say it. The people want you to do it. No, they don't. I don't want to. I don't want to be. I'm not predictable. You don't know when I'm going to say the things I want to say. Will you say it later? Maybe. Probably. Probably. I would like to have seen Blaze do this. Why didn't they show him doing that? Too much B-roll. Doesn't that seem interesting how he did that? Mm, what are you talking about? <laughs> like they didn't show him turning Hickama into a little thin thing oh, that he could roll his taco. Uh, yeah, we didn't actually didn't. see it. Yeah, we just saw him, yeah. him so, present. That seems yeah. interesting. I, I, I downloaded the DVD extras. <clears throat> what he did was he put the Hickama in a pasta press and he rolled it out. Oh. Right. He rolled the hickam out, rolled it flat. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then he put a bunch of fruit inside of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was so good that even he wanted to eat it. Do we so want that's, to a say, baller, that's a baller move. Do we want to hear from him? <laughs> hear him explain yeah. his thought process? I want to hear this. Do we have that clip? We do. Please. We have Richard. Explain to us what's here. Instead of uh, using tortillas, I, I shaved some jicama yep. and kind of used the jicama yep. as the tortilla. Um, so it's jicama with avocado, some papaya, and a little bit of cilantro stem. Can I eat one with you? Yeah, you had the good sense to make yourself an extra taco. <laughs> I really was just going for bright, fresh, starter meal. Right. I like being unique. I like being different. When you are unique and different, and there's 14 people doing something else, it seems like you're taking a big risk. What do you think? So, two things possibly going on here. One, mm-hmm. he was like, oh, I'm going to do this cool thing where I'm going to be eating with them and explain the food, and it's going to make me seem really different and you know stick out. Or the other option, which is what I'm almost certain is what was going on, he was very hungry. Mm-hmm. So he made one, and he was like, finally, I'm going to ask them first. And then they will have to say yes, and then I can finally eat, and I can eat the thing because I've been making all this food, and I haven't been able to eat any of it. You know, it's mm-hmm. always these other yeah. people that are eating my food, and I don't get to eat it. So it's like I'm just gonna. And make he does this make. later. Yeah. He does this later too. He, he makes an extra side dish for himself at the block party. Mm-hmm. It's smart. Everyone should be doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Richard Blaze wins with his uh, jicama tortillas with avocado, papaya, and cilantro stems, 
So just the jicama didn't make him sicama. Oh, I talked through it. You did. That's what I guess what that's what you get for having it being random and not when I'm expected it. Well, that's life. My mic is so low, I don't think it'll matter anyway. No one's gonna hear anything <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> So the illumination is the one that they couldn't do t- in today's environment because you have to go to different people's houses and, and get food from their fridge to use to create a dish with, which I think is just setting up for failure. Mm-hmm. Let's listen to a clip. I'm like, wow, I'm really glad I have immunity because I'm not super social. This is going to be a nightmare. You know, I, I'm not sure how I would react to some white coat strangers knocking on my door asking me if they can look at my fridge, you know. You know, if they really wanted to make this a challenge, they should have dropped them off in, like, maybe a black neighborhood in Chicago <laughs> and had them have to go door to door and ask for... There is no way. That- There's a wealthy black neighborhood in Chicago. Just send them there. And I'd love to see them go there to the very wealthy portion of black Chicago and have them go door to door and have to ask for ingredients. That is TV. There, I am almost certain what was happening when they were looking for areas to do this. They went to a Black neighborhood first and they were like, I don't know if we can do this here. So let's find <laughs> another neighborhood. Because listen, to the people listening at home, it is an entire white neighborhood. Yeah. They go to every door and it's only white people. So when mm-hmm. he talks about how like showing up at the door in white coats, those people wouldn't be scared. They'd be like, oh, it's no. more of the people we know. No. Yeah. More of us. Yeah. Come all on of, in. All of the chef testaments are white now. They got rid of the one black person in yeah, this episode. So like, No, they got rid of one the, the bold person. You're right. Sorry, the bold person. I th- I'm so sorry to go back to the to the quick fire again. I, I hate doing this since we're going so fun into the elimination. But like Skip Bayless told blaze to his face that he was going to steal his taco recipe and there was nothing that blaze could do about it he just had to sit there and go okay thank you so much he's like we're gonna steal your recipe and put it in my restaurant he just said it yeah he said it he kind of laughed about it too there's different rules in comedy you can steal recipes in the cooking world he doesn't they didn't even say he was gonna get like his name next to it or anything. That's right. Because I feel like sometimes when they do that, they say like, oh, we're going to be partners in this or whatever. You're going to get recognition. And then freaking Skip Bayless was just like, I'm going to take this recipe and put it in my restaurant and I'm going to make money off you. Yeah. 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 And then like, y'all didn't see this because you didn't download the extras like Jamal and I did is, but Blaze like leaned to the producers and he was like, can he do that? And they were like, we, I guess so. We know. I mean, so, Brian, I don't know if you got the DVD extras of the DVD extras. Uh, at one point, they said, can he steal that? And they were all like, well, that was the condition of him coming on the show. He said that he wanted to use this as a way to find a new dish for his restaurants. And then maybe you didn't get the DVD extras of the DVD extras of the DVD extras that I got. Is They said, well, you can try to get it back, but you got to fight him for it. Okay, so I don't know if you actually got the DVD commentary of the DVD extras. No, I didn't. But they then went beat by beat of that kind of like argument fight to get it back. And it was still like, look, I have a contract signed with the group, but Tom signed off on it. Uh, I get to the whole reason I'm here is to make you do this quick fire so I can find a dish that's new and innovative that I can then use in my restaurant. Yeah. 
That's I didn't get that part. Yeah. yeah. And as we know, I don't get any DVD extras because when I'm watching the show, I am watching it through the window of one of my neighbors when they occasionally have it on because I don't have a TV because my TVs went crazy and they work out too much and they, they got basically super run the strong. House. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot about that. That's fun. So, so this all, so this is a good thing that we talked about in person. Actually, we talked about people having to suspend disbelief when watching reality TV, and I struggled with this during this challenge because they put all the food inside of these houses they talked to people beforehand and they had to be like we're just going into strangers houses and blah, blah, blah. like they know you're coming they have food in their house from the producers mm-hmm. <laughs> they had the hardest time just like buying into it but you know it's okay it's tv it's what it's it's, it's I, supposed to be that way you're like wow you got some thought. foie gras in your refrigerator <laughs> great <laughs> We had to find some clams and some shrimp, so I made a paella. Yeah. Didn't yeah, someone have like a whole roast? Didn't make a paella. Yeah, he didn't make a paella, and it pissed Tom off. Yeah, I think yeah. someone did have a whole roast. People, yeah, it was so clear that stuff was placed in these houses. It was all fake. Yeah. It was a ruse. Yeah. So I think um, I liked when Spike lied and said he cleared out a house so it like stopped people from going to house because that's our first hung moment of the season. Exactly. You need a so villain. You need a villain. So I think Spike is doing his best this episode to try and make himself the hung of this season. Mm-hmm. I like But it. I still don't think he plays the game as smart as hung or as good as hung because hung was like, you know, unapologetic. Yes, I agree. And I think the other element to that is Hung is a better chef than Spike. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, and if Spike, if you disagree, come on the yeah, show. Yeah, come on the show. Tell um, me wrong. <laughs> um, so uh, if you disagree, answer an email. Come on the show. Uh, a huge red flag for me was that Velveeta block of cheese. <laughs> oh, and as soon as I heard the chef, I forgot her name, she said, Oh, this place had this huge Velveeta, Velveeta, Velveeta block of cheese. I'm going to use this to make mac and cheese. I said, no, 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 no. That is bad news bears. Yeah. At a block. Can you imagine at a block party bringing mac and cheese and it's yeah. fucking Velveeta that you put yeah. over that? Velveeta. Let me no. tell you something. If I show up with the blue box mac and cheese at a block party, I, I expect to get stabbed or shot. <laughs> I expect it. Yeah. I mean... I mean, that would happen expect, anywhere. Yeah, I expect. Yeah. Okay, I I did this on purpose. I want to get some attention today and the wrong kind of attention. Yes. I'm going to piss yeah. some people off because they're going to open this up. But what's this? I'm going to say, oh, it's mac and cheese. And they open up and they see the blue box. Someone's going to say, what the hell is this shit? Yeah. And I'm going to say, it's the blue stuff. She, it's crap. It was Nikki, I think, that did this. Uh-huh. She fucked it up and she did the same thing that she did last week where she was like, well, we all did this. And this was like, as a group effort, we decided uh-huh. to do Velveeta cheese and something went wrong. Who knows who did it? And it was, <laughs> it looked like shit. It tasted like shit. Yeah. And it's, they haven't gotten wise to it yet. And it's just her that's making these things and fucking up, but it, yeah, it'll come around. It's going to, it always catches up. Cause then Tom, you know, in the DVD extras, he looks back at the tape and he's like, I'll get her next week. So, um, I just want to say at the block party when the mac and cheese obviously congealed because it's Velveeta and it doesn't hold up after being twice warmed up and and melted, uh, she just started dumping in cream and butter and salt. And I was like, you can't do that to a baked like mac and cheese casserole. You can't just pour milk on it and hope that it like 
hope that it like absorbs more moisture. It's ruining the meal. It is yucky. It's gross. But it's you know what saved gross. it? You know what made everyone forget about it? Ted Allen made a great sausage sexual joke. Let's listen. It's the paella. This is the uh, Richmond Avenue paella. We kind of had a few bags of some uh, really interesting ingredients. A bit of clams and some oysters and some sausages and some shrimp. Well, thank God we got some sausage in here somewhere. Right? You have to have it, yeah. Money, right? So we have a little barbecue sandwich. And no one's talking about the mac and cheese anymore. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just like, Ted Allen, he cracks my shit up. He's got to bring some of the funny, um, because Andrew at that point wasn't doing his Borat impression, which yep. he had been doing all episode. <laughs> yep. Um, which is a very, that's that's one of the funny things in American comedy culture of, I think at that point, people weren't doing Borat impressions anymore. Yeah. And then it came back around to ironically doing it, and then it's come back around to even ironically doing it is annoying. Um but it's cool again now. If we do it now, it's great. Yes, it's come back around to the ironic thing. So it's mm-hmm. it's it's looped completely. It's it's a it's a figure eight infinity thing. Um, it wasn't a paella, and it nope. pissed everyone off. Yep, there was no crunchy bit on the bottom. I just need to know if Richard Blaze knows that it's not a paella. He yeah, and so does Tom. And that's and and you know when your when your wife or girlfriend is mad at you. Yeah, we've and... all been there. And and it comes down to she just wants to know that you know why she's mad at you. Yep. You'll ever get that. Yeah. That's what made me. That's what made me made me think of. <clears throat> I just want you to know that it's not a paella, Brian. Yeah, it's not a paella. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah. I guess I stop. Do. Stop calling it a paella. Yeah. But it was good, well, right? I, you liked it. It was good, which is what he said. In the episode. Yeah, which is great. Which is great. Don was like, yeah. "I don't give a fuck how it tastes." <laughs> you missed me with that bullshit. It wasn't a paella. <laughs> That's how you become memorable, though, to the judges. Yeah, <laughs> you just backtalk them. But he also uh, called it a Richmond Avenue paella, which maybe they just don't do it like that on Richmond Avenue. They probably don't because it's. I'm pretty sure that's just the avenue that Richard owns. Yeah, I'm looking at Richmond Avenue in, and it it looks like it runs. There's a place on Richmond Avenue <laughs> where we make paella, but it's not paella. <laughs> so uh, there's an uh, uh, incident that happens that kind of like humanizes Padma because I know we all think she's just so perfect, but mm. she can't eat s'mores. She tries to eat a s'more and she drops it and it, it was like, oh, so you are a human. Okay, that's good. I'm glad they kept that in. Yeah, that's yeah. the reason they kept it in, right? Because I feel like yeah. the producers are like, she looks and acts too perfect. So we only yeah. want to put in, I feel like they often put in pieces where she's like biting into something that falls or like too yeah. big a piece or whatever. They, that's the clip they want to show of her. Yeah. So like we got it. It's letting everyone know she's human. Yeah. She's human. She's relatable. Okay. It just, yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it lets me, the audience member know that she is attainable. Mm. She's not yeah. out of reach. I'm just oh, like, yeah. Drops, yeah, yeah, I could, I could date Padma. She drops her s'mores. <laughs> yeah. Ted Allen shoes and has to pay for them. All right. Let's talk about the dunk tank. Let's let's talk about that quick clip of uh, Spike in the dunk tank. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see the color of that water? I didn't. I didn't take I didn't note of it. Take note of it. It was like black. Mm. And why would that be? Well, and traditionally, dunk tank water isn't changed very often. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys ever get dared to drink the dunk tank water? 
you know, like you you and your friends are sitting around sharing a dunk tank. Mm-hmm. So Brian asked that little, because he actually crazy. has done it. I think you get a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, you know. What if I drank some of this dunk tank water? How much would you give me if I drank the dunk tank water? How much did you make in your lifetime, Brian? How much would you give me 20 bucks if I drank the dunk tank water? Yeah, let's all pull together our money and see if Brian will drink the dunk tank water. And then you do. He likes it. He's drinking all of it. Yeah. Yeah. And Brian's like, oh, my tummy hurts. Yeah. And then you're like, I've so, thrown up all your Peruvian chicken you had. It must be the chicken. I mean, the only th- I yeah. did my normal thing. I drank a big glass of dunk tank water and I ate Peruvian chicken, but it must be the chicken. I had filtered dunk tank water. You come back and you're like, this chicken keeps making me sick. And they're like, you keep drinking the dunk tank water that we have here. Like, Why do you, you keep daring me? Yes, <laughs> you keep daring me. You keep saying I can eat for free. You'll put my picture on the wall. You said if I do it again. Yeah, they got it. It's get just me on this wall. Yeah, it's just me on that wall. <laughs> so. And you're throwing it's like you have your hand over your mouth and you're throwing up in the picture. <laughs> All right. So the girl and the goat wins the, the elimination challenge with her cinnamon wonton. Early front runner. Early front runner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's won twice. Yeah. Two episodes, she's the winner now. Um, and her whole team only won because of her, so uh, they would have been in big trouble. But don't celebrate. Um, too much but then they bring in sucked. Yeah, they bring in the other team, and boy, do they start looking for anyone to drive their bus over. And it seems that Middle America yet again is in the crosshairs. It's something that I work with, you know, doing corn dogs at my restaurant. And I never have a problem when they're out of the fryer in three minutes and they go on a plate. You had to fry that corn dog off-site and bring it to where we were. And it steamed in transit, and that's why it wasn't crispy. But you guys knew that. We just decided that it was, you know, middle America, block party, kids. That's fine. But does that mean you should dumb down what you're doing? No. That's not what we were doing at all. Speaking of middle America, which I think is where Waldorf salad comes from. That is where Waldorf salad comes from, by the way. Middle America. You know what else comes from Waldorf? Good Charlotte comes from Waldorf, Maryland. But, um... Ticket, ticket, ticket. What, uh... That's my good Charlotte impression. That's pretty good. (laughs) Look, yeah, I knew the the food would be gross when when we got here, but we're giving it to idiots. Yeah, (laughs) that's basically the logic. Yeah. And... I mean, they don't have advanced palates like you guys. Yeah, which is what Spike says. He said, "Listen, yep. the four of you have your palates are too good for the food that we were making. We were making food for people that have dumb dumb palates, okay? Yeah. And then they were like, that's not how the show works. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not how it works. We have to like it." And they're, they're like, "Well, you're too good at tasting things." And yeah. Tom says, maybe you're just too bad at tasting things. Mm-hmm. And he tells right. them that they all have terrible palates. He questions their palates. Yeah. I I get it. Because when they went to everyone's houses, everyone kept being like, here, you can take these Cooler Ranch Doritos. And they kept being like, no, we're not going to cook with those. And they're like, but these are the best things, Cooler Ranch Doritos. So, yeah, these guys are idiots. They they love Cooler Ranch Doritos. That's what yeah. they want. It's middle America. What do you want? It is middle yeah. America. I think that team just got too swept up in the fun of the block party. Oh, yeah. And they were having such a good time that I think that they were like, well, there's no way we're losing because we're having a good time. And over there on Blaze's team, they're scared to even talk to anyone. 
And then it turned out that their food sucked ass. They had soggy corn dogs, which sounds like just a disaster of a nightmare to have to eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dry ass Waldorf salad. Yeah. Congealed macaroni and cheese. A brick mm-hmm. of macaroni and cheese. Dried all the way out. I really wanted to make a Wald- I can't say that. Waldorf salad joke. But the reason I couldn't it's because I can't say that mm-hmm. word, but I wanted to do something with Good Charlotte and say something like, it's the little things that make this sound so good. That's actually mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's actually what uh, Ted Allen says. <laughs> it's a collection of little things that make the salad good. <laughs> like It's the little things, the little things. <laughs> make the salad good. So speaking of that soggy um, corn dog, that gets that was made by Eric. And guess what, Eric? That's good enough to send you home. Let's listen. Eric, please pack your knives and go. I gave it a great shot, and I did what I can. You take the good with the bad from everything that you go through in life. Ow! I'm out. Have a souffle. The thing I'll miss the most is just the camaraderie that I made with 16 phenomenal chefs here. I wish the best for everyone. Ah, no worries. <laughs> chef. We chef. Eric, you're the best. Yeah. Zoe. Take care, sweetie. It sucks. I feel terrible that he had to go. I'm glad that it wasn't me that had to go home for pasta salad. That would have been super embarrassing. But on a personal level, I wanted to see him stick around. Wow. You know, this is not the end of my career in any way, shape, or form. I'm still an executive chef in San Francisco. I still have a huge, long... Fruitful career ahead of me. It is what it is. I'm not, you know, I'm not bitter and I had a great time while I was here. Next. <laughs> he is what he is. <laughs> so that's the longest goodbye ever. Yeah. Um, by a person who was on the show for three episodes, but really one. Um, so yeah. Uh don't make the lesson learned, don't make soggy. Corn dogs. Yeah. Do you guys think that Ben Simmons' brother, Mark Simmons, did you see him playing the didgeridoo with that just like PVC pipe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was doing mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that need a, is it just a pipe and he's able to go, whoa, 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 we didn't need a big thing? Yeah. See, look, Jamal's doing it right now. Jamal's doing it right now. Sorry, guys. I was just playing with this glass of water. So you can do it with anything. You can do with anything. Yeah. Anything can be a didgeridoo. Yeah. yeah. There are a couple of didgeridoons, though. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of didgeridoons. A couple of didgeridoons. Yeah. And that is to not shoot layups, to not not shoot a layup and pass the ball and cause your team to lose in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and then you can't play your team anymore, and they don't like you. Yeah, that That's might be the biggest didgeridoo. And you also, if you do that, you don't then try and hold out and then come back because your money's being spent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because you've kind of made a lifestyle for yourself that it was kind of dependent on you getting millions of dollars every year. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of losing that. So now you want to come back and play. Yep. I really like that clip of him leaving practice. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Didgeridoo right. don't do anything but 100% at practice. Yeah, yes. that's right. So, all right, we're at the end of this episode. Uh, let's uh, end it like we always do with a segment called B. Jackson in Action. This is where Brian Jackson tells us about a moment from last week where he was in action. What can I say? I was with the boys, the three amigos in D.C. We were living it up, eating food, going to basketball games. Some random college boy before the game told me he was going to pick up a chick at the basketball game, take to a party at 9 o'clock. My friend, if you're out there, go Hoyas. Let me know if you got that girl to that party at 9 p.m. I want to know. I'm interested. And why didn't, I didn't see you on court side. But why would you lie to me? I'm a stranger. <laughs> that was fun. That was a fun interaction because I yeah. immediately was terrified for COVID reasons because this guy was I, not wearing a mask. Yeah. I, I was showing I was showing Carrie how we were standing, and I was like, he was talking to Reeves, and Reeves walked away, like backed <laughs> yeah. up. So he was like next to me then. <laughs> yeah, I was and he just I kind of thought that he would just stop talking when he realized that I was walking away from him to get away because he looked infected in some way yeah um yeah but then he just turned his focus to brian and brian was like yeah i'll engage with you I'll <laughs> I'll like to <clears throat> and i'm pretty sure he didn't know that i was part of the group so <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure he thought it was just reeves and brian uh all right thank you brian and now reeves please hit us with one of your rebellious moments from the past week i didn't take my cart back to the cart return at the grocery store. I left it near my car. Oh, my God. Wow. That might be a, the height of rebellion. There you go. I don't watch Succession, but that sounds like something. That's very, <laughs> that's very Roman-esque of you. Yeah. <laughs> that's something Roman would do. I assume that you left the cart and you're like, eh, I don't know. Why, why would I do it? Desk jockeys do it. Why'd you do it? And then you jerked off in a window. That part yeah. I saw. <laughs> then you're like frantically called... Your older uh, lady friend who works in the office with you. All right. Jamal, do you have a moment of joy from the past week? Mm. Oh, a moment of joy. Maybe something that happened like a day and a half ago. Mm-hmm. You know what my moment of joy was? Seeing everyone for brunch. Oh, that's very sweet. It was joyous. Nice. Yeah. It was really nice. Mm-hmm. All right. That's it for this week. Uh, we'll see you next week. Until next time, pack our knives. And uh, bye.